Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Depending on wherever you are connecting from at this moment, I welcome everyone to another session of the Inspired by the World Global Time of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Marka, for the opportunity to take this session of intercessory prayers. God bless you, Ma. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Tina, esteemed family. Right now, we'll be praying for the security agencies and military bodies and personnel of nations of the world. Today, we're going to be interceding for the military and security outfit of nations. We're going to be decreeing and declaring today that whoever, whatever, however the enemy seems to come up with manipulations, to come up with agendas, to hurt the men and women who are in the forefront of the security of their nations, we're gonna decree today that these plans of the enemy is invalidated by the power of the Holy Ghost. We're gonna decree and declare that the peace and safety of security agents and military personnel of nations of the world are in God's hands. We're gonna decree and declare today that the agenda of the enemy will not prevail but only the peace of the Lord, only the righteousness of God is exalted in the lives of these men and women. We're going to decree and declare against interference of the deep states in the security intelligence, financial intelligence, political intelligence of nations of the world. Any agenda to manipulate, to trade and to profit from the intelligence of nation, we're going to come against it by the power of the Holy Ghost. Esteemed family, we are also going to be praying and, and be thanking, and we're going to also be thanking God for the receding waters of the flood. We're going to decree and, and declare today that the remaining waters are abated by the power of the Holy Ghost. We're going to pray according to the scriptures in Genesis 8:1 that the wind that God causes a wind to blow over the earth. And as a result, that these waters begin to recede now in the name of Jesus. Esteemed family, wherever you are kindly unmute your mic and begin to intercede fervently, begin to intercede fervently for the military bodies and security agencies of the world and also for the waters of the flood. Malabo Sharabaya, Libas Zente in Taliba Inda 
Oh, Father, we thank you. Oh, Father, we give you praise for your promises in Him, my yes and amen. Father, we thank you, oh God, for we know that the safety of the security agents and military personnel of the nations of the world are in your hands. Father, oh God, in you, oh God, they are safe and secure. Father, we know that today the gates of hell can never prevail against them. By the tokens of your spirit, oh Father, in the we build a hedge of fire around them. Makoto liba shunte leke bazunde leba shunte inda leke te mashunte leke baya and we decree and declare ilabo zata leke baya that the agenda of hell will not prevail. Father, oh God, ikabo shata leba ya. Their lives ikabo zite leba ya, and not for the plots and the plays of the enemy. Inda leba zunte inta leka shunte leba ya. We decree and we declare that the intelligence of nations and not for the plays and the plots of the enemy. Inda name of Jesus. Father, oh God, we thank you. And we know that your people are lifted up. From the dredginess of the flood. Father, oh God, we decree in the name of Jesus. What has returned to their natural boundaries? By the power of your spirit. Father, oh God, we are ever is left. Every community left submerged in water. Today, we lift it up in the name of Jesus. We decree miraculous reconciliations of family. Miraculous recovery of properties. In the name of Jesus. Father, oh God, we lift every sense of loss, every sense of hopelessness, every sense of disillusionment. 
caused by this flood. Your spirit comforts your people. And your glory is upon them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. But you have caused your wind to blow. And the waters are bit. The waters are bit. The waters are bit. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Thank you for your peace upon the military and security outfits and agency of nations of the world. Thank you, O King of Glory, for the opportunity to pray. For we know that you take pleasure in answering our prayers. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Marka, for the opportunity to take this first intercessory prayers. Thank you, esteemed family, for joining in to pray for the military bodies and security agencies of the world and to also intercede for the floods, for the, for the receding waters of the flooding. Thank you, dear Sister Tina, for the opportunity. God bless you, Ma. Now I'll hand over to you so that you take us in the prayer for nations of the world. Over to you, esteemed Ma. God bless you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed sister Kelvin Erisma. God bless you too, and I love you so dearly. Welcome once again, esteemed family. So inspired by the word Global Times of Devotion, first of all, I'd like to use this opportunity to thank esteemed Amar for this opportunity to lead in this session of intercessory prayers. Esteemed family, you are interceding for the nations of the world. And today, you are especially interceding for the Republic of Mauritius. The Mauritius is an Indian island nation. It's known as branches. It's known for its branches, lagoons, and ribs. So using the president, President Rupon, as a point of contact, he's the seventh president of Mauritius. Using him as a point of contact, we pray and thank God for all men in the Republic of Mauritius, we pray for the president and the wisdom of God is at work in him and the spirit of excellence is at work in him, that he makes wise decisions that will, will, will affect or impact his nation positively. We pray for the economy of Mauritius, that the economy is flourishing, is growing like never before, peace that comes with prosperity, and the economy is growing and flourishing in such a way that the people enjoy the goodness of God in all facets of their lives. We pray for anyone who is sick in the Republic of Mauritius and they receive grace, we receive grace and mercy on their behalf, that they are healed and whole in every part of their bodies. We come against any draconian law that is prohibiting the gospel from spreading the Republic of Mauritius. That is putting the people in oppression. Esteem family, depending on wherever you are connected from, kindly unmute your mic and intercede fervently for the Republic of Mauritius. Shaka <laughs> 
Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Thank you for all men in the Republic of Mauritius. Thank you for the leaders. Anyone who occupies one any leadership position in the Republic of Mauritius. Thank you for their lives. We pray intercede for them, for the kings, for all those that are in authority in the Republic of Mauritius. That the wisdom of God is at work in them. And they do excellently. And they do not take decisions. They do not take decisions that will affect the people, the nation negatively. We pray for the soul of Mauritius. We pray for the soul. We pour down salvation. We pour down the righteousness of God over the Republic of Mauritius. We pour down peace, peace with prosperity over the Republic of Mauritius. Heavenly Father, we come against 
any draconian law secretly or hurriedly passed that is it is going to be passed in the Republic of Mauritius. We cut off such laws in the mighty name of Jesus. We diminish the influence of those policymakers who want to pass such laws. We snatch their wealth in the mighty name of Jesus. We pour down salvation onto them and each of these lawmakers instead receive salvation. We pray for anyone who is sick in the Republic of Mauritius that even now as we intercede, they receive, we receive grace and mercy on their behalf. That they are healed in every area of their lives. They receive wholeness of their bodies. That they are whole, they are whole, they are healthy to glorify God with their bodies. We pray for the economy of Mauritius and the economy is flourishing like never before. We cut off demons who cause inflation, who cause depreciation of currencies, who cause high cost of goods and services in countries. We pray we cut off their influence from the Republic of Mauritius. The leaders are wise to deal wisely, to enforce and formulate good economic policies. We pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in the Republic of Mauritius. We pray for the ministers of the gospel. We pray for missionaries that have, have been saints there. We pray for the Christians they lead, that they are bold and courageous to preach the gospel to the people of Mauritius. We pray that many, many of the people in Mauritius come into the knowledge of the truth and accept the gospel. As they accept the gospel, they study the word of God and the word of God builds them up and delivers to them their inheritance. We network every area in the Republic of Mauritius with the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, with the Rhapsody of Elysis in their languages, with the Healing School magazine, with the Healing Streams, with Pastor Chris Digital Library messages, with the Love what specials. The word of God grows mightily and prevails in the Republic of Mauritius. We see men and women coming out from Mauritius who are fervent, who are bold and courageous, preaching the gospel like never before. We capture Mauritius for God, Mauritius for Jesus. Jesus, the peace of God garnishes everyone in Mauritius, garnishes their hearts. The people experience peace. They experience peace, 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 peace in every facet of their lives. We pray, oh God, that we pray for even the security agencies in Mauritius, that they are wise, they are wise, they are wise, they are not tossed through and through by the deep state of wicked men and women. We cut off any influence of the deep state, any influence of wicked men and women from Mauritius. The economy 
economy of Mauritius will never be the same from today. The soul of Mauritius is captured for Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for raising giants, for raising spiritual giants in the Republic of Mauritius. The young people in Mauritius, they are living their lives for Jesus. They are serving Jesus wholeheartedly. They are not, they are not joining bad companies. The young people in Mauritius, they are coming to the knowledge of the truth and serving God fervently. Even the children are spiritual giants in the Republic of Mauritius. Even children are preaching the gospel fervently. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for this opportunity to intercede for Mauritius. Thank you for answering our prayers. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Once again, I'd like to use this opportunity to thank Esteem Amarakuma for this opportunity leading this session of intercessory prayers. Thank you so much, Ma. God bless you, and I love you so dearly. I also want to thank Esteem Pastor Deborah Ma for this opportunity. Thank you once again, Esteem Sister Kelvinaris Ma, for leading us pray for the security agencies to pray against any flats in the nations. Thank you so much, Ma. God bless you and I love you so dearly. Esteemed family, thank each and every one of you for making yourself available once again to intercede for the Republic of Mauritius, to capture Mauritius for Jesus Christ, to enforce the righteousness of God upon the Republic of Mauritius. Thank you so much as you daily water the countries. So is each and every one of you watered in all aspects of your lives. God bless each and every one of you and I love you all so dearly. So we'll move to our worship and praise segment before our absolute review. Over to you, esteemed sister Grace Ma, to lead us in our worship segment. Thank you so much, family. Thank you all. God bless you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed sister Tina, for the prayer over the nation Mauritius. And thank you so much, Sister Kevin Aries, for helping to lead the prayer over the military bodies all around the world. Thank you so much, Sister Amarak, for the opportunity to lead gospel in worship today. Hallelujah. Praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Esteemed family, depending on where you're connected from at this time, welcome to another time of devotion with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Just go ahead and lift up your hands and worship. Oh, Father, we exalt your name. We love you. We can only but love you. Thank you for loving us with an everlasting love. For your word that you daily, daily load us with. Oh, you are my peace. Mm. In you I find my rest. In you there's everything. Mm. I have no need. Mm. You are my son. 
You are my melody. Oh, yeah. You are the life I lead. I am complete in you. You are my peace, dear Lord Jesus, in you I find my rest, oh God, in you there's everything, I, I have no need. Lord, you are my son. You are my melody. Oh, Lord, you are the life I lead. I am complete in you. Oh, my Father, you are. Love is perfect and everlasting. Your faithfulness is great and your mercy is ever sure. I am satisfied in your love. Almighty Father, you are. Your love is perfect and everlasting. Your faithfulness is great. And your mercy is ever sure. I am satisfied in your love. Almighty Father, you are. Lord, your love is perfect and everlasting. Your faithfulness is great, and your mercy is ever sure. I am satisfied in your love. My eyes have seen your goodness and your endless favor. You are true to your word. You are wondrous, Lord. Your grace you've lavished on me and your greatness I've seen. You are true to your word. You are wondrous, Lord. My eyes have seen your goodness and your endless favor. But you are true to your word. You are wondrous, Lord. Your grace you've lavished on me and your greatness I've seen. You are true. To your word, 
You are wondrous, Lord. My eyes have seen your goodness and your endless favor. You are true to your word. You are wondrous, Lord. Your grace you've lavished on me and your greatness I've seen. You are true to your word. You are wondrous, Lord. My eyes have seen your goodness and your endless favor. You are true to your word. You are wondrous, Lord. Your grace you've lavished on me and your greatness I've seen. Lord, you are true to your word. You are wondrous, Lord. My eyes have seen your goodness and your blessings surround me. You are true to your word. You are wondrous, Lord. Your grace, you lavish to me. Your power you've shown through me, oh God. You are true to your word. You are wondrous, Lord. You are true to your word. You are wondrous, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. You will see the word, and indeed, you are wondrous. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Let your fellowship with your spirit and your word thank you with one another. Thank you for building us daily, building us strong, leading us in the way that we should go, helping us foresee evil and to avoid for the wisdom that is at work in us, for the things that we've learned from reviewing the book of Proverbs. So much wisdom, so much lessons learned, so much adjustments made. Thank you. Daily we look into the mirror of your word and we become, we are amazed at what our lives have become. Indeed. Everything a man needs is wrapped up in your word. And we celebrate your word today in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Happy Sunday. Welcome to another time of devotion. Thank you, esteemed Sister Tina, Sister Grace, Sister Kelvin Eriks, for getting us to this point where we take it to the next level. By the word, glory to God. Today is 30th of October, 
and it's a Sunday, the authority and dominion of his name is the title of today's devotional article. The devotional article will come up on your screen. Our opening text is taken from Ephesians 1, 19 to 21. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power, which he wrought in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power, and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Praise God, the authority and dominion of his name. The authority and dominion of his name. Praise God. In Ephesians 1, 17 to 18, the spirit through the apostle Paul prayed a beautiful prayer for God's people as he progressed in the prayer. He showed us something about who Jesus really is and expounds on the authority, power, and dominion vested in, the, in his name. Notice that God raised Jesus from the dead and set him at his own right hand. Right hand isn't a description of directional or geographical location. It implies the seat of power. When you refer to someone as your right hand man, what you mean is that he represents you. He has your authority to act in your stead. Jesus is in God's seat. Where exactly is that? It says, in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might, dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Ephesians 1, 20 to 21, that's where Jesus is, his position of authority. Thus, the name of Jesus Christ is above every power, every rulership, every government, and every authority. The worst translation gives us a more excellent rendering of Ephesians 1.21. It tells us, that, tells us that Jesus is over and above every government and authority and power and lordship and every name that is constantly being named, not only in this age, but also in the one about to come. No wonder the apostles used the name of Jesus and ruled the world of their time. This is what Christians around the world must rediscover today. The power in the name, the power of the name of Jesus. Learn to use that name in all circumstances. Brothers and sisters, underline all. All circumstances. A few days ago, in one of the devotion, you remember very well that we had a review it was on Friday. His name has power in all three worlds. And we were analyzing um, what kind of life we ought to live if the name of Jesus, who is our father, who is our boss, who is our master, who is our friend, who is our elder brother, is the greatest name. You know, and today again, we're yet again reminded. We're reminded of this name again and all that we can use it to be, all that we can use it to do. 
And the end of to, to this devotional article, he said, use it in all, all circumstances. And you see, I often like to remind you that we're following a man of God who has proven with his life that the word of God works. And um, if you say pastor is your life coach, you should be able to take his word for what it is without asking questions. And you should also be excited at the opportunity to be told, um, to be literally told that this thing works. It's like telling you that, um, showing you a secret. You know, um, if like some of us who used to see the exam questions before the exam will come out, by the spirit of God <clears throat> back in the days when we were in school. You know, we literally will see exam questions and then while we're studying, the Lord will show us areas to focus on and then we get into the exam halls and then those are the things that are there. Now imagine for once that you had this lecturer who is like your, is a favorite, maybe an uncle or even a dad. I know he's against the law, right? But imagine that this lecturer calls you into his office and say, see these four questions, they're going to come out in your exam, focus on them. You can literally um, stake your life on, those state, on that statement. You would, because you trust that this is the lecturer that has set the question. This is the lecturer that would score the answer sheets and if he's saying that this is what is going to come out, it will come out. If you can trust a lecturer like that, a man of God writes you a message like this today and tells you about the name of Jesus. He's telling you that he's used this name in all circumstances and it worked for him. And he's telling you, use the name. You know, one area I really want us to look at is the fact, is the position of Christ. You know, pastor was trying to explain to us that when he says right hand means that he acts in God's stead. It's a position of authority, right? And dominion. And he's talking, talking about the location of this place. He said it is far above principality, all, above all. I like when I see the word all. It means that there's no exemption. We can deal with every principality, every power using the name of Jesus all principality, all power, all might, all dominion, and every name, every name, every name. What's the, who is the person threatening you? Does the person have a name? Does the person have a name? I've told you, don't allow anybody make you cry and you are depressed at night, you cannot sleep. Don't allow anybody make you a victim in this life. They have threatened you in the office. They have told you all that they will do. You now went to the house and you were crying. How, how, how can you do that? Do you know who you are? You enter your room where you have put the children to sleep, when everybody has gone to bed. And if you live alone, beautiful, you wake up at night and then you say, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you call the boss by the name. You call the supervisor by the name. You call everybody on the panel that has sat to make sure that they fire you when they are only plotting to bring you down. Even in, do you know that even in a situation where you have made an error, of course it wasn't intentional. I don't expect you to make intentional errors on your job. 
maybe um, 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 it was an oversight. Some of you bankers, certain times you post the wrong figures. Once in a while you make such errors where you post the wrong figures and then the, somehow money is short and then they are saying you have to pay. And then you need that money to reverse. You need something to happen. You need the, 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 the gray area to be, to, be, to be known where the money is located. It's a record that would not just, it will not just add up. You need a miracle because if you don't, you are in trouble in the office. You go back to your room. You say, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you call the matter by the name. You call the people by the name. You call the name of the transaction. Every transaction has a name. And often the transaction is named either by the person carrying it out or the company carrying it out. Do, do I have bankers in the house? Am I right? So you call the transaction by its name. What am I trying to say? If it has a name, there is a solution because the Bible says it will bow to the name of Jesus. So you say transaction of X, Y, Z corporation, I cause you to conform <clears throat> in the name of the Lord Jesus. The sheet balances, the records are, they, 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 they balance, the records are straight. Every gray area is made open. In the name of the Lord Jesus, if you can use the name, if you can use the name, if you can use the name, and you have to build your confidence in this name. Somebody was telling me about, you know, um, those guys that they will say, oh, if you shoot me, it will not enter. A guy went to do something like that. You know, he went to one of those native um, doctors and then they... The goal was that they were going to do something that if he was shot, it won't penetrate. So when he came back, he told his friend, he gave his friend a gun and said, told his friend to shoot him, that he should shoot him, that he will not die. Anyways, the end of the story is that that particular incident, it didn't work. And when he was shot, he died. But I want to refer to the boldness. The boldness that gave that man sense to say, shoot me, I cannot die. When he's at end, he went to meet a man, a man that consulted with demons. And you need to understand that everything that this um, um, demonic world does, they copied from our nation. Is it possible to shoot Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ died? Because you must meditate on these things. You must meditate on these things. Have you ever thought about it that bullets can enter you? Have you ever thought about it that an attempt on your life will never be successful? First and foremost, you, you are not of the one that is involved in accidents. But if per adventure it happens, nothing would happen to you. Have you ever meditated so much that your life is hid in Christ in God? Do you know what that statement means? That means for somebody to get to you, they first have to enter God. After they enter God, they enter Christ. It's like a cocoon. It's like a cocoon. Have you seen a, 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 a man that is powerful threatening and say that if you want to touch this guy, you have to come through me. We have these examples in our world. Then we have the greatest person that there is on our side. He's not just on our side. He said he will be with us. He said he will never forsake us. Then he's been in us. What kind of life should you be afraid in life? They threatened you in the office. 
they threatened you from the village. You will not sleep at night. You are jumping from one prayer distance. As in, see, some things are not prayer points. Some things are just the knowledge and the consciousness. You threaten me, say you will kill me for dream, or say I will die. You decrease. Now you get my life. It's not a prayer point. I'm not going to pray about it. I just, I will, I, I will laugh. <laughs> my life is hidden Christ in God. It did not, it is not a way, it is, see, it is not your threat that is going to make it happen. It was already hidden Christ before your threat came. It met me hidden Christ. There's so much the knowledge and the consciousness and the confession of who you are in Christ would do for you than prayer. The Bible says my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge, not for the lack of prayers. Have you thought about it for once? Not for the lack of prayers. Prayer has its effectiveness. Prayer is mutually for fellowship. And then prayer is for intercession. Those are the two key areas of prayer. Prayer is not for you to pray for your protection. It's not for you to pray for your need. Because all those things have been made available. You don't just know. Prayer is first for fellowship. You fellowship with the Father. You praise him. You worship him. You adore his name. Then secondly, for intercession. Because intercession, you want to prevail over the will of another man because God gave every man a will to choose their, 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 the life that they would live. But you want to alter that will. The intercession that we have had for some of you in this place, it's not, it's not just the word of God that, for you to even hear the word of God and behave, we have been praying for you. Some of you also have pastors and leaders who have been praying for you. And all the prayers have been in the name of Jesus. So brothers and sisters, don't live a victim life and don't let anyone threaten you in this life. Just know who you are in Christ. Praise God. I'm going to hand over to esteemed pastor in here for the next segment. God bless you. Thank you, Ma, for the Rhapsody of Realities segments. Good morning, afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on where you are connected from. We are going over to the Bible study reading for today. And I'll start with you. For that study, so the Rhapsody of Reality. Philippians 2.9. To 11 says, Wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Mark 16 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Glory to God. We take the prayer together. The confession together. In the name of Jesus is the name above all names. And I use that name as an instrument today. His name is greater than cancer. It replaces maimed limbs, sorry. 
it's open blind eyes, unstop deaf ears, and raises the dead. In the name of Jesus, I declare that more than a conqueror, a champion forever, eternally fruitful and productive. Blessed be God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. And when the last book that Paul wrote to his son, Pastor Titus, praise the Lord. Caption, believers conduct in society. Remind people to respect their governmental leaders on every level as law-abiding citizens and to be ready to fulfill their civic duty. Hmm. We must vote. And remind them to never tear down anyone with their words of quarrel. But instead, be considerate, humble, and cautious to everyone. For it wasn't that long ago that we behaved foolishly in our stubborn disobedience. We are easily led astray as slaves to worldly passions and pleasures. We wasted our lives in doing evil and with hateful jealousy, we hated others. Caption, the hymn of salvation by grace. When the extraordinary compassion of God our savior and his overpowering love suddenly appeared in person as the brightness of a dawning day, he came to save us, not because of any virtuous deed that we have done, but only because of his extravagant mercy. He saved us, resurrecting us through the washing of free birth. We are made completely new by the Holy Spirit, whom he splashed over us richly by Jesus the Messiah, our life giver. So as a gift of his love, and since we are faultless, innocent before his face, we can now become heirs of all things all because of an overpowering hope of eternal life. How true and faithful is this message? Caption, faith produces good works. I want you to especially emphasize these truths so that those who believe in God will be careful to devote themselves to doing good works. It's always beautiful and profitable for believers to do good works but avoid useless controversies, genealogies. Sorry, nine, I'll take nine again. But avoid useless controversies, genealogies, pointless quarrels and arguments over the law, which will get you nowhere. After a first and second warning, have nothing more to do with a divisive person who refuses to be corrected. For you know that such one is entwined with his sin and stands self-condemned. Caption, Paul's co-workers, when I send Artemis or Titus to you, be sure to meet me at City of Victory, for I've decided to spend the winter there. But oh, went on holiday. Give a generous send-off to Zenas and scribe 
and Apollos and send them on their journey with what they need. Conclusion. Encourage the believers to be passionately devoted to beautiful work of righteousness by meeting the urgent need of others and not be unfruitful. Everyone here with me sends their loving greetings to you. Greet the believers who love us in the faith. May God's wonderful grace be with you all. Love in Christ. Paul. This comes to the end of today's New Testament reading. Happy Sunday, everyone. Do have an amazing day. God bless you. Your voice is very low, brother John. My voice is very low. Yes, please. Okay, so praise God. Today we're reading the book of Jeremiah 31 to 32. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Amaka, for this opportunity and happy Sunday, everyone. Hallelujah. We call him the weeping prophets. Prophet Jeremiah, from verse 1. At that time, says the Lord, all the families of Israel shall recognize me as the Lord. They shall act like my people. I will care for them as I did those who escaped from Egypt. To whom I showed my mercy in the wilderness when Israel sought for rest. For long ago, the Lord had said to Israel, I have loved you, oh my people, with an everlasting love, with loving kindness. I have drawn you to me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, my time of meditation is meditating on the everlasting love of God. Verse 4, I will rebuild your nation. O virgin of Israel, you will again be happy and dance merrily with the timbrels. Again, you will plant your vineyards upon the mountains of Samaria and eat from your own gardens there. The day shall come when watchmen on the hills of Ephraim will call out and say, Arise and let us go up to the Zion, to Zion, to the Lord our God. For the Lord says, Sing with joy for all that I will do for Israel, the greatest of the nations. Shout out with praise and joy. The Lord save his people, the remnant of Israel. For I will bring them with, from the north, and from the earth's farthest ends, not forgetting their blind and lame, young mothers with their little ones, those ready to give birth, it will be a great company who comes. Tears of joy shall stream down their faces, and I will lead them home with great care. They shall walk beside the quiet streams and not stumble, for I am a father to Israel, and Ephraim is my oldest child. Praise the Lord. Verse 10, listen to this message from the Lord, you nations of the world, and publish it abroad, 
the Lord who scattered his people will gather them back together again and watch over them as a shepherd does his flock. He will save Israel from those who are too strong for them. He shall come home and sing songs of joy upon the hills of Zion and shall be radiant over the goodness of the Lord, the good crops, the wheat, the wine, and the oil, and the healthy flocks and herds. Their life shall be like a watered garden, and all their sorrows shall be gone. The young girls will dance for joy, and men folk, old and young, will take their part in all the fun, for I will turn their mourning into joy, and I will comfort them and make them rejoice for their captivity, with all its sorrows will be behind them. Amen. <clears throat> I will feast the priests with the abundance of offerings brought to them at the temple. I will satisfy my people with my bounty, says the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord spoke to me again, saying, In Ramah there is bitter weeping. Rachel is weeping for her children and cannot be comforted, for they are gone. But the Lord says, don't cry any longer, for I have heard your prayers, and you will see them again. They will come back to you from the distant land of the enemy. There is hope for your future, says the Lord, and your children will come again to their own land. Ay, 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 ay. <clears throat> oh, there is hope for your future, says the Lord. Verse 18, I have heard the frames groans. You have punished me greatly. But I needed it all. As a calf must be trained for the yoke. Turn me again to you and restore me. For you alone are the Lord my God. I turned away from God, but I was sorry afterwards. I kicked myself for my stupidity. I was thoroughly ashamed of all I did in younger days. And the Lord replies, Ephraim is still my son, my darling child. I had to punish him, but I still love him. I long for him and surely will have mercy on him. Hallelujah. <coughs> Sorry. Verse 21. As, they travel, as you travel into exile, set up road signs, pointing back to Israel. Mark your pathway well. For you shall return again. Oh, Virgin Israel, to your cities here. How long will you vacillate? For the Lord will cause something new and different to happen. Israel will search for God. The Lord, the God of Israel says, when I bring them back again, they shall say in Judah and her cities, the Lord bless you, O center of righteousness, O holy hill, and city dwellers and farmers and shepherds alike shall live together in peace and happiness. For I have given rest to the weary and joy to all the sorrowing. Then Jeremiah wakened. Such sleep is very sweet, he said. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. You know, imagine you sleeping and seeing so many good, sweet, sweet visions. You wake up smiling. Verse 27, the Lord says, The time will come when I will, be greatly, when I will greatly increase the population and multiply the number of cattle here in Israel. In the past, I painstakingly destroyed the nation. But now, I will carefully build it up. The people shall no longer quote this proverb. Children pay for their father's sins. For everyone shall die for his own sins. The person eating sour grapes is the one whose teeth are set on edge. 
the day will come, says the Lord, when I will make a new contract with the people of Israel and Judah. It won't be like the one I made with their fathers when I took them from the land by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. A contract they broke, forcing me to reject them, says the Lord. But this is the new contract I will make with them. He says, I will inscribe my laws upon their hearts so that they shall want to honor me. Oh, then they shall truly be my people and I will be their God. You know, Pastor Bible showed us a scripture where he's talked about Jesus Christ. The work that Jesus Christ did on the cross was to cut and, and tear that wall of partition between the Gentiles and, and the Jews such that the blessings upon the Jews can, could come to the Gentiles. Praise God. This is one of such blessings. Hallelujah. He says, I will inscribe my laws upon their hearts so that they shall want to honor me. So the Bible talks about the fact that it is the Lord that makes you will and do. Higher. Am I preaching? Forgive me. <laughs> Verse 34. At that time, it will no longer be necessary to admonish one another to know the Lord. For everyone, both great and small, shall really know me then, says the Lord. And I will forgive and forget their sins. Hey, the Lord, I feel like shouting. The Lord who gives us sunlight in the daytime and the moon and stars to light the night and who stirs the sea to make the roaring waves. His name is Lord Almighty. Says this, I am as likely to reject my people Israel as I am to do away with these laws of nature, not until the heavens can be measured and the foundations of the earth explored, will I consider casting them away forever for their sins. Child of God, what is that thing you have done that you think God is not looking at you again? He says if we can measure the heavens and the foundations of the earth, then you can think of him casting you away. Oh, verse 38, for the time is coming, says the Lord, when all Jerusalem shall be rebuked for the Lord, from the tower of Hananel at the northeast corner to the corner gates at the northwest, and from the hill of Gareb at the southwest, across to Goa on the southeast, and the entire city, including the graveyard and ash dump in the valley, and all the fields out to the brook of Kidron, and from there to the horse gates on the east side of the city, all shall be holy. To the Lord, it shall never again be captured or destroyed. Hallelujah. Oh, shakabarabakusikete. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Is it 31 and 32? <laughs> oh, 30 and 31. Uh, let me confirm. Oh, it's 31 and 32. So I still have one more chapter to read. Praise God. So the following message came to Jeremiah from the Lord in the 10th year of the reign of Zedekiah, king of Judah, which was the 18th year of Nebuchadnezzar's reign at this time. Wow, this is long, so fast. At this time, Jeremiah was imprisoned in the dungeon beneath the palace while the Babylonian army was besieging Jerusalem. King Hezekiah had put him there for continuing to prophesy that the city would become king of Babylon and that King Zedekiah would be caught and taken as a prisoner. Okay, and that King Zedekiah would be caught and taken as a prisoner before the king of Babylon for trial and sentence. 
verse 5, he shall take you to Babylon and imprison you there for many years until you die. Why fight the facts? You can't win. Surrender now. Jeremiah had told him again and again. Then this message from the Lord came to Jeremiah. Your cousin Hanamel, son of Shalom, will soon arrive to ask you to buy the farm he owns in Anathoth. For by law, you have a chance to buy it, to buy before it is offered to anyone else. So Hanamel came as the Lord had said he would and visited me in the prison. Buy my field in Anathoth, in the land of Benjamin, he said. For the Lord gives you the first right to purchase it. Then I knew for sure that the message I had heard, I had heard was really from the Lord. So I bought the field, paying Hanamel 17 pieces of silver. I signed and sealed the deed of purchase before witnesses, weighed out the silver and paid him. Then I took the sealed deed containing the terms and conditions and also this unsealed copy and publicly in the presence of my cousin Anamel and the witnesses who had signed the deed. And as the prison guards watched, I handed the papers to Baruch, son of Neriah, who was the son of Masaiah. And I said to him, as they all listened, the Lord God of Israel says, take both this sealed, sealed, take both this sealed deed and copy and the copy and put them into a poultry jar to preserve them for a long time. For the Lord God of Israel says, in the future, these papers will be valuable. Someday, people will again own property here in this country and will be buying and selling houses and vineyards and fields. Then after I had given the papers to Baruch, I prayed, O oh Lord God, you have made the heavens and earth by your great power. This is where that song came from. Nothing is too hard for you. You are loving and kind to thousands. Yet children suffer for their father's sins. You are the great and mighty God, the Lord Almighty. You have all wisdom and you do great and mighty miracles. For your eyes are open to all the ways of men. And you reward everyone according to his life and deeds. You have done incredible things in the land of Egypt. Things still remember to this day. And you have continued to do great miracles in Israel. And all around the world, you have made me very great as it is today. You brought Israel out of Egypt with mighty miracles and great power and terror. You gave Israel this land that you promised their fathers long ago. A wonderful land that flows with milk and honey. Our fathers came and conquered it and lived in it. But they refused to obey you or to follow your laws. They have hardly done one thing you told them to. That is why you have sent all this terrible evil upon them. See how the siege mounds have see how the siege mounds have been built against the city walls, and the Babylonians shall conquer the city by sword, famine, and disease. Everything has happened just as you said, as you determined it should, and yet you see to buy the field, paying good money for it before these witnesses, even though the city will belong to our enemies. Then this message came to Jeremiah: I am the Lord. The God of all mankind. Is there anything too hard for me? Yes, I will visit it to the Babylonians and to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. He shall conquer it and set fire to the city and burn down all these houses where the roofs have been used to offer incense to Baal and to pour out libations to other gods, causing my fury to rise. For Israel and Judah have done nothing but wrong since their earliest days. They have infuriated me with all their evil deeds from the time this city was built until now. It has done nothing but anger me, so I am determined to be rid of it. The sins of Israel and Judah, the sins of the people, their kings, officers, priests and prophets, tear me up. They have turned their backs upon me and refused to return day after day, year after year. I taught them right from wrong, but they would not listen or be. 
They have even defied my own temple by worshiping their abominable idols there. And they have built high altars to bow in the valley of Hinnom. There they have burnt their children as sacrifices to Molech. Mm, something I never commanded and cannot imagine suggesting. What an incredible evil, causing Judah to sin greatly. Now, therefore, the Lord God of Israel says concerning this city, that it will fall to the king of Babylon through warfare, famine, and disease. But I will bring my people back again from all the countries where in my fury I will scatter them. I will bring them back to this very city and make them live in peace and safety. And they shall be my people, and I will be their God. And I will give them one heart and mind to worship me forever for their own good and for the good of all their descendants. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them, promising never again to desert them, but only to do them good. I will put a desire into their hearts to worship me, and they shall never leave me. I will rejoice to do them good, and I will replant them in this land with great joy, just as I have sent all these terrors and evils upon them, so will I do all the good I have promised them. Fields will again be bought and sold in this land, now ravaged by the Babylonians, where men and animals alike have disappeared. Yes, fields shall once again be bought and sold. Deeds signed and sealed and witnessed in the country of Benjamin and here in Jerusalem, in the cities of Judah and in the hill country, in the Philistine plain and in the Negev too. For someday I will restore prosperity to them. Praise God forevermore. Thank you very much, everyone. And I'll hand over to Simbra Martins. Thank you so much, Simbra John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful and great opportunity. Praise be God forevermore. Hallelujah. Okay, um, yesterday we yesterday was declared a day of meditation, and today we are also meditating. And the scripture we are meditating on, we are meditating on the scriptures. Well, I'd like to read um, Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, KJV, AMPC, and NET to you. From the KJV, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, and thou, shalt, and thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. From the AMPC, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous and then you shall deal wisely and have good success. From the NET, this law scroll must not leave your lips. You must memorize it day and night so you can carefully obey all that is written in it. Then you will prosper and be successful. Praise God. You know, um, when Brajan was talking about contemplating on, he was contemplating on the love of God. That has been what I've been contemplating on all through yesterday and for some time now. And one beautiful thing is, I esteem our pastor in CLVZ, Pastor Yemisi, last Sunday, she did say something. She said that these three abides according to the Bible, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of it is love. Contemplate the love of God. Contemplate the love of God. See, without love, your faith is not workable. Faith worked by love. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Meditate on these things. Give thyself wholly to it that I profit and may appear for all to see. 
I know for sure that these times of meditation will bring so much profit, so much profit. Praise be God forevermore. Hallelujah. At this point, we're going straight to the communion segment of our meeting. And our text is taken from the book of Matthew, chapter 26 to 28, from the English Standard Bible. From the Christian Standard Bible, sorry. So it says, as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed it and broke it, gave it to them, gave it to the disciples and said, take and eat, this is my body. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, as we break this bread this day, we affirm that we are one with you, spirit, soul, and body. Our hearts are knit with your spirit, and every day of our life, we walk in the consciousness of your ever-abiding presence, of your love for us. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Hallelujah, verse 27, then he took a cup. And after giving thanks, he gave it to them and said, drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the cup of the everlasting covenant. This we do every day in remembrance of Christ for what he did for us on that cross. His vicarious death, he brought us out of darkness into his marvelous perpetual light. He brought us out of poverty into riches in glory, into abundance. Thank you, Lord, for this day. The, secret, the hidden riches of the secret places are open to us. We thank you, Father. By this cup, we, we make discoveries, discoveries, and we walk into our inheritance by your Spirit. In Jesus' name. Go ahead and take the cup now. Glory to God forevermore. Hallelujah. And once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Mr. Maka for this wonderful privilege. At this point, I'll kindly hand over to the esteemed Pastor Deborah. Thank you, everyone. I'm sure you have a most blessed day. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother Martins. Thank you, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Okay, so quickly, let's go right ahead and post our birthdays, birthdays, celebrants on the chat room. And if this is your first time, kindly give us your full name, what state or city you are connected from, and we invited you. Hallelujah. It's been a beautiful time. Praise God. It's our day 16. And we are meditating on the word today again. If you are not part of the Telegram group, kindly join so that you can be able to participate effectively. Hallelujah. Kindly be reminded about the healing streams. Participate in your groups, prepare places, pray, partner. Hallelujah. Let your seats count at this time through your churches or your groups, participating in whatever they are doing. Praise God. Um, kindly be reminded about the Inspired by the Word Hangout after IPPC. You want to get, you want to participate, please reach out to the same Brother Martins. You also have your testimonies. Please share with the same Brother Martins and it would all be on the channel. 
for us to participate and be testifiers with you. Hallelujah. Okay, so Pastor Onye says, today is my younger sister's birthday. Her name is Ife Chuku. Happy birthday to your sister. Praise God. Um, Mr. Lillian says, today is my first cell leader's birthday, Mrs. Edith Osage. Happy birthday to her. Cutie Pearl says, happy birthday to me. Yes, happy birthday, Sister Motorayo. Wow, Rita Darlington says, today is one of my sister's birthday and her name is Cynthia. Happy birthday to your sister, Cynthia. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Okay, so Sister Motorayo, Cutie Pearl is in the house. Happy birthday to her. Says today is Pastor Trusout's birthday um, from Sister Arepo. Okay, happy birthday to the same Pastor Trusout. Praise the Lord. Okay, right now, over to you, esteemed Sister Maka. Thank you so much. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Deborah. Heavenly Father, we thank you. You love us so much that you care for us individually. We thank you for those who are celebrating their birthdays today using Sister Motorayo, who is here as a point of contact. Thank you because you've taken away the pains. You've taken away the tozzles. You've given them victory for every battle. Thank you, Father. This new year is one that is filled with ease. Ease on every side. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. Happy birthday, esteemed sister Motunayo. I love you so much. Thank you for all that you do. For the Lord and for his people. And this season is a season of great reward for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. All right, can I pray over the tithes? For those of you who have been doing cash, today is the day you take all your tithes to church. If you're doing your transfer, I believe you've done your transfer to your church's account. Heavenly Father, thank you. We're always humbled at the thought and the opportunity given us to make food available on a daily basis for you because you called our tithes your food. Lord, we're grateful as we bring us for today. We declare that they're all sanctified by the Holy Spirit and acceptable unto you. We come to you as a sweet-smelling several, a meal loved and enjoyed by you. And in your good pleasure, Yes, thank you for your windows are permanently open, permanently open, permanently open, permanently open, permanently open. The blessing is flowing, the blessing is working, the blessing is overflowing on every side. We give you praise, Lord, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. I'm a tither. And Devorah is rebuked for my sake. One of the meditation verses yesterday was Malachi. And I believe that you took it in 
what that verse was meant to do for you is make you insist on things that must happen in your life because you are tighter. He said he will rebuke the devourer for your sake. I remember Sister Fenitola's testimony. There, were no, there was no loss of any equipment in the house, you know, because she's a tighter. The devourer, that water normally would divorce certain things, but the water was rendered useless and ineffective as he was concerning her. So these are things you should expect. We don't expect flooding in our houses, but we're saying that certain things should not happen to you as a tighter. And it is not when they happen, then you now realize, I want you to know, because the consciousness itself brings about a fortification around you. That consciousness is important. There are certain things that if, 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 for instance, you come and you say, and they tell you that there's somebody in your house, the person is in your sitting room, you don't, you don't have a relationship with the person, you didn't give the person your house address, one of the first things you ask is, how did the person find themselves here? As in, who all joined us together, we, don't, we are not close, we are not, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. There are certain things that you don't, you are, if, they, if they find themselves close to you, you should ask yourself questions. Because the devourer is rebuked for your sake on a daily basis. You have played your part. God will play his part. But you have to know because the devil will thrive on ignorance. That is why he said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. When the devil knows that you don't know, he goes after that thing. So don't be a tithe and then having devourers all around you. Staff members devouring your money. They are stealing. You run a supermarket. Staff members are stealing your things. That's the devourer. How did you even hire such kind of people? Not anymore in this face. Certain things must change. You will not hire house help that will be causing problem in the house. Like Sister Lovett was talking about yesterday. You will not have staff members that give you problem. Those are devourers. They are devouring your rest of mind. They are devouring your sanity. They are devouring your peace. I'm helping you see the areas where the devourer is rebuilt for your sake. It's not only in the case of accident. It's not only in the case of your money. Everything that steals something that God gave, gave to you from you is a devourer. If it steals your joy, if it steals your happiness, if it steals your peace of mind, if it steals your health, it's a devourer. And you have a right to lay claims on the sanctity of such areas of your life. Don't be a titan still suffer. Else just of giving the tithes. Aside the fact that we are honored to be able to eat, we must enjoy it. You can't be a victim in life being a tighter. The monies may not all be available now. We are, we are going somewhere. Because there's a testing before certain kinds of funds are handed to you. Else money will destroy you. Did you not read in the Bible that there are just two things? I think I should wrap up this session and then let's get into the other session because I'm already getting into that. Thank you, Father, for a great devotion today. In Jesus' precious name, amen.